Hey, hey, hey. Oh, old silver right here. Yeah, this is called uh, getting super high in the garage and coming up with what you can come up Literally, with. Literally, all I could hear was boom. And then just getting back on that jigsaw and f***ing bump starting into the this hole. This guy came up to me, this local guy that spoke pretty good English. He's like, some guy cut his thumb off. And I'm like, really? Like going to Freemansburg and letting off nine times. <laughs> I can guarantee you, you can go back through every ounce of footage you have. And you didn't never hear me let off the screen first. Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Buell Motorcycles. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Baldy, and media mogul Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fans, welcome back to another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show. On this episode, we will talk bike builds with Kevin Merrick. As always, the Nitro and Mud Show is brought to you by Buell Motorcycles, JS5 Extensions, Laced Belt Company, Mueller Motorsports, Rutted Racing, Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes, Black Diamond MX, Team Peterson, and Hydro Power. All right, Joel, Colby, we're yo, back yo, yo. at it. Another Woo! episode. Woo! Oh, let's We're go. We're start, starting our winter swing. There's one more pro round to go in the Moto Climb Super Series, but we're going to get started off early here with our, our winter swing, and we're going to get some bike build talk going on. What you say, guys? I think we get a little bit of everything this episode. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to be talking last round Moto Climb Super Series. We're going to be talking what's fast coming out of this dude's shop, and uh, we got lots of cool stuff to talk about. We do? Heck yeah. As um, always. What have you guys been up to? Cowboy, any new guns? No, I was at the gun shop today, but did not come out with a new gun. I don't believe Almost. you. Good. I do Almost. not believe you. I do not Almost liar. bought one. <laughs> Almost bought one. Wait, actually, shame. Dong, dong, dong. Shame. <laughs> no, nah, they got that. There's another one I want to order online that's a little nicer than the one they had in there. So. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. You're, you're accepted. And, uh, and I got to start getting the parts together for my, my long range build. So. Okay. Um, nice. I don't even I don't even want to bring it up, but our former champion was not able to compete during due, due to his job at the Prior Lake Pit Bike Nationals this uh, past weekend. Ah, uh, oh, dude. Hey, my bike did good though. Your bike did very good, and I yeah, feel your like wanted again, didn't it? Uh, I I feel like you would have you would have sauced it up pretty good there. Oh, I was dude watching that footage. I I would have won for sure. <laughs> I, people were getting so annoyed by me going live. I, I, that's why I only did the two because I could just feel the annoyance of all the riders and, <laughs> and, and oh man, they were. Uh, why? I, I just I was in people's face talking. I was asking questions. I just don't think that they were. Just, but that's just Joel. They were just there to watch. <laughs> me used to. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. It was. It's okay. Dude, I was looking forward. I was waiting all day. I'm at work trying to you know stay tuned into the races, and I'm like, sweet Joel's doing live stuff taking my job and then i kept tuning in like what where's he at what the hell they got to be on the main events by now and then it just never came uh, that's, God the, damn it. the one thing at the prior lake pitback nationals is you know you might be able to run a 45 minute moto and pull, pull good lap times but if you can't go that first 17 feet to the corner fast you're <laughs> yeah, <effed. yeah. laughs> i mean it's about yeah. a, it's about it's about three 150 bite links to that left-hander and unfortunately, it's almost an advantage to be really fat because I was pulling <laughs> hole shots. I mean, it was it was not hole shots, but I was 
I was contending with people that I shouldn't contend with. And at one point, I come around the corner, and I am handlebar just behind Logan Sapala and Jacob Preeb on his 600 pit bike or whatever the hell that thing is on <laughs> yeah. nitromethane. It's coming yeah. around the other side of me, and I, I saw my life flash before my eyes. I I was I was literally scared that I was not going to walk away from that because behind me, there was three other bikes that were going to run me over. But I lived through it, though. It was awesome. Yeah, it looked so much fun. Yeah. The rally the the were deep, loop huh? section they put in on the track. Yeah, they that kept pretty interesting. Yeah, they kept digging them deeper and deeper, and and how, and I was scared to death, but it, they they ended up doing a great job. It was it was awesome. Yeah. And they turned the track so we were going a little uphill, so it made it a little bit better. You could drive at them a little harder. Yeah, uh, it, it was uh, it was super fun. But uh, if you're on Logan Sapala's Instagram, he posted a GoPro video, and him and Jacob were just battling. And you hear Logan scream on the GoPro like <laughs> he's like because ah! <laughs> he was getting ready to go go meet Dean's neighbors. Jacob was about ready to bounce him <laughs> a, a city lot away, but he lived through it. It was just awesome. But that was just a small oh a small sample of the racing all day. It was just awesome and uh even cooler just watching the next generation um quinn and um uh uh jay's girls uh um they were out riding their little bikes around my little girls were riding around the prebs little boys there was all kinds of little kids and dean was giving them uh whole shots and they were riding their stakes stasic bikes and little 50s around and uh that's yeah. awesome just so cool uh Jay's girl and uh, or Jay's daughter and my daughter, they were riding till it was completely dark. Like they did not want to stop. And it, I was yeah. never been so proud when she stopped because she just couldn't see. It's like that's that's a proud dad yes. right there when they just ride till they can't see anymore. That was awesome. Yep, that's so rad. Yeah, that's awesome. But thanks to Dean, he puts a ton of effort into that. Um, it's really cool. He's been doing it for a long, long time. There, there yeah. used to be uh, seen pictures. He used to have an over under tunnel jump in his backyard. Yeah, and, uh, I got to experience oh, that. Crap. You did ride that? <laughs> yep, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, the tunnel jump. Oh, yeah. man, that's crazy. I can't imagine, but uh, it's... It was sketchy. It sounds like it, yeah, but it's so fun to be... It wasn't very wide, but it was cool. <laughs> so fun to be a part of it. I was telling Dean, I just couldn't imagine a better group of people, just a bunch of people just having fun. Didn't hear anybody but myself complain all day, and um, I, I was the only one that complained because Nathan decided that... The, the the boundary marker didn't matter in the first corner, so I had to let him know about that. <laughs> He's faster, anyways. I get it, but I had I had to, I had to I, complain. I did see him chop the tires a couple times. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> you come around that turn in third or fourth, and you might as well just pull off because there's no passing. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Well, I could talk about yeah, that all night, fun. but we better better. Yeah, we could. Yeah, I, we better I, get rolling. Yeah, let's get rolling. Let's, Joel. You got an introduction. Let's roll him in here, buddy. Oh, all right. I, you know what? We've been talking about this guy for since we started. This is so awesome to have mine. All right, race fans. Next up, our next guest is not a magician, but he can turn welding sticks into championship trophies. No idea what a smudge pot is, but I'm willing to bet his are the fastest in the campground. Camping. Side-by-sides, building badass bikes, pushing our sport forward. Yes to all above for this fast dude. Ladies and gentlemen, the team mechanic and slash head wizard for Team NKS and many other teams, 
a huge, huge donator of time and energy to all things Carnegie. He is the man behind the welds of all fast things. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Merrick, but we know him as Heavy Wrenching! Woo! Woo! <laughs> Kevin? Oh, yeah, Kevin? Welcome to the impressive. show, buddy. That was pretty good. Uh, I, it's tough because everybody knows you as heavy wrenching, yeah. but I mean, it's Kevin, dude. I mean, I, I just, I was, I was torn on how to bring you in with that. I love it. Either way, it's either Kevin or heavy wrenching. It doesn't right. matter to me. All right, all right. Well, Colby <laughs> might call you heavy. I might call you Kevin, and Cowboy, it'll be whatever. So that, that's fine. <laughs> whatever, yeah. Who knows? Uh, but dude, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. What the hell is a smudge pot? I'm creeping your Insta, and I don't know. Are you trying to, like, burn, like, Smurfs or something? Or what? what's going on with that? I mean, it just looks like a looks like a tuber, turbocharged campfire. I don't know what the hell that thing that's, is. That's pretty close. <laughs> we can burn Smurfs for okay. sure. But it's, uh, <laughs> they're from the agricultural. It's to keep the all the vineyards and uh, farming to from freezing over. So they typically burn kerosene or oil, and that creates just, like, a layer of uh, – of warmth right in the fog and keeps them from freezing during the winter or cold months wow so they were super popular and then in california all the emissions and nonsense they banned them Ugh. but then uh all those smudge pots that the farmers had they were selling them for 100 to 200 bucks and then all the campers and people camping and stuff started loving them so i started building a couple years ago and now just i just got a call yesterday to get three of them made so that's awesome it's just a little side little side thing it's hard to find time to do them but they're fun to do. They're cool as hell looking. Nice. I mean, they look freaking yeah. awesome. That's cool. And I got to think, like, when you're buying them, the smoke's got to go way above you if there is any, I yep. suppose, huh? Yep. I mean, that's sweet. When they're burning right, they're, they're smoke-free. They're normally, you we run them real hot so you don't get any smoke. Okay. But, like, for purposes of what they're designed for, you'd run them real low and a lot, a lot of smoke and a mess, basically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, cool. I mean, it's yep. fun. It just seems like you and your wife. You're camping, you got side-by-sides, you got bikes. I mean, do you sleep? That's the question. I mean, do you ever even sleep? Yeah, I find time to sleep every now and then, but it's definitely uh, – right now it's crunch time because uh, technically, uh, by law, not wife, fiancé, oh, but sorry. we uh, we get married December 2nd. Congratulations. So Congratulations. <laughs> it's crunch time. I am behind, uh, behind on Dan Weimer's uh, 890 build, so I'm – do whatever I can to get that between that and the uh, the round four of Motoclimb Super Series and then our wedding and trying to pay attention to all that is uh, it's a handful. Wow. wow. And then working full time. I, I was going to say, and what, mm. what is your full time profession? Uh, I'm a, I run a fabrication business uh, in the Bay Area. We focus mostly on uh, high precision uh, weldments for like large customers. A lot of our customers are like Apple, Tesla, oh, geez. Um, medical industry, everything stainless and high precision is what we mainly focus on. Cool. Wow. Well, that, wow. That's rad. that sounds like a huge time suck in itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely tough. Uh, been with the, uh, the owner, uh, owner for 15 years. So, cool. um, gone up the ranks and everything. And, uh, we run a 12, 12 man crew. Oh, wow. Um, so, <clears throat> Quite a fun. So you heard cats for a living. That's what you do then. I heard cats. I heard cats and give headaches. <laughs> or, receive, or receive headaches, okay. however you want to say it. Uh, the worst thing is, is you know how to do all their jobs, so that makes it just more frustrating when they can't do it, right? 
It, it definitely can. <laughs> uh, trying to be a leader. Uh, to be a leader, you know? Yeah. It can be tough yeah. times. Right. I, I cannot stand being the boss. I hate when I have to tell somebody that they're not doing something right. I just like, could you just do it right? I don't want to have to tell you, you know? <laughs> it's hard not to get frustrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it drives me nuts, but that's that's part of it. I mean, you you try to be the best person you can be, right? So. Yep, exactly. Well, uh, so this weekend, Moto Climb Super Series, it's the final round. And um, yep. I've just been wondering, like, what's the conditions like? Have you guys got any rain or has it been pretty dry or, or where are you at? Dry. Dry. It is We're dry. dry. That's the uh, capital, capital letters dry. Uh, we actually did get our first uh, rain rainstorm uh, last night. It did. It only sprinkled at Carnegie, of course. Mm. Uh, it, it rained pretty good at my house when I'm, I'm about 40 minutes away. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's, it's dry conditions. Uh, we've been out there the last two weekends watering the first hundred foot of the hill is about all we can successfully do with, without more infrastructure. Okay. Um, and doing a bunch of dirt work. So yesterday we went out there and tires on came out. I'm not a, you know, I'm an operator. I can, I can make a mess. And then uh, tires on came out yesterday and finished up most of the dirt work for us. And cool. Got things prepped, prepped and everything. When you get those guys that are in that equipment all the time, it's like you welding. It's magic. Like they, yeah. they can do so much in so little time. It's crazy how, how good people get with equipment. It's, it's actually, uh, it's fun to watch. Like when, 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 when you've oh. tried to do it, like, and I'm like, oh, that's how they do that. You know, like making everything so nice and moving all the dirt around. And it's like, I just dig holes and fill them in. That's all I ever end up doing. You know? <laughs> uh, well, thank yep. you, Tyler. That's awesome. That's nice. They're getting some good yep. help out there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, for the hill itself, is there any different layouts than we've seen before? I saw them kind of putting up to how should we run the hill? I mean, if, are you guys going to be on a, the, the, the similar face that you've been on before? or what? Yeah, so for the, the round four, we're back on the big hill. Okay. Right, as some of you guys saw for our, our California Motoclimb Super Series, for our amateur division, we ran a hill we haven't ran in about eight years, which was a shotgun hill. Okay. Um, so we're moving away from there. That was kind of a trial run as I have some intentions of running a, a summer night series on that hill oh, with uh, side-by-side racing only. Wow. Okay. So that's some intentions because that hill, it, it, uh, it has access to basically all three sides with light towers. Oh, geez. So we're kind of been, it's been in my back pocket for a while of doing a nighttime series there. And so this was kind of, all right, the hill's got potential. So for the round four of the super series, we're back on the big hill and running the traditional left, left side, um, for the open, for the pro open class. Yeah. And then pro mod will be similar like to, last year's event where we ran the like a side-by-side hill with the little uh, step up okay so we'll pro model starting the step up and then kind of veer up to the left of the hill and then for the new the new uh, pro stock class for the super series um we'll be launching off of two 40-foot flatbed trailers oh, wow. with expanded metal start sick and then uh sick. it's like a fight we wanted to Tame it down a little bit. It's like a five foot gap okay. to a pretty smooth landing with a really, it's probably got about a 20 foot runway. And uh, I think some of these stock bikes will be clicking third gear in that runway. Sure. And uh, we're trying to make it a high speed, technical bar banging style uh, pro stock class. Gotcha. Well, will they, qual- you know, will they qualify like on a different hill? Uh, we'll be qualifying on a, on a similar kind of area. Okay. But 
basically the same hill. Okay. Um, and then, because we want to keep it fair, because if you're going to be riding that, on that big hill, we want to keep it somewhat consistent. Right. And then on the actual main event, which would be the side-by-side racing for the pro stock, that'll lead into the the, the hill I just explained. And then um, it's, it should be pretty high speed. I mean, some of you may have saw the clip that um, we just posted on the EAS page today of John Wolfson doing like a 15-second run on his stock bike. Wow. And that's like, that was like unheard of. He was like three seconds faster, I believe. Than anybody else mm. so we're hoping to kind of maintain wow. those same speeds as we know there's been lots of uh we'll just call it bickering and banter around stock bikes aren't meant for hill climbing but hey we're making the best out of it and you know it's growing on me i was a uh an anti-stock bike person uh for for competing wise but now i'm starting to grow on it and it's, it's definitely bringing a different level of competition out west yeah it's been i mean hot topic since last winter when, <laughs> oh, yeah. when it got brought up and um you know, I think everybody's got their opinion about it, you know, myself included. Yep. And, you know, I'll still be honest, it's not for me, but that doesn't mean it's not mm-hmm. right. I mean, I think it's good for what the Motor Climb Super Series does. And obviously yep. we've seen that it allows people to do absolutely no effort and come hill climb. And that's what it takes to get them to come. They're not going to put a kill switch yep. on their bike. They're not going to put extensions on. That's what it allows. Yep. That's the that's right. the biggest thing is if – you know, B-Ray wants to come, you just hop on a, mm-hmm. he could go to a showroom and he's going to be a top contender, obviously, you know, and grab, you yeah. know, so I mean that, that, and that's awesome because that gives our sport more exposure, you know? So I think that, yeah, I think that it's hit it out of the park by saying, put no effort into it and come reap all the rewards. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it, what it did. And that, I think that's awesome for, for getting more people involved, you know, but Dang, I still like me my extensions, you know. So I, I, I get it, yeah. and I have three other series for that, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's, it, it is tough. It was a hard pill for me to swallow because I do know that some of these professional motocross, supercross, off-road guys they come out and they just spank our butts, and it does take away some of the credit of what we put into the sport for the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That right there should encourage people to start pushing and, and raising the bar a little bit. Right? Yeah. So that's that's what gets me intrigued from a competitive level because yeah. you know I do this, I do it for the racing. Right. There's there's little little money to be made, right. um, but there's it's doing it for my friends and and the sport. I, I think know? the cool yeah. thing that I've saw from the little bit that I've been involved with it, what that's cool is what it, it what it works as is gets them there right. Anybody that does it likes it, but what we want is we want those top level guys on open bikes, right? That's because yeah. that's our yeah. sport. I don't care what you yeah. do with the 450 class. Absolutely. That's cool. But our sport's open bikes. I mean, that's what separates us yeah. from everybody else. And guess what? When those guys get on, they're like, that was effing cool. Like, I want more yeah. of that. So whatever we can do to get top, top level talent guys on open bikes, I'm all for it. That's, that's the win. It's <laughs> like, you know, watching Josh Hill and, and his brother, you know, competing on open bikes. That's That's the win. I love that shit, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's the cool stuff. With the open bikes, I mean, obviously that's where I pretty much have my business towards the open right. bike builds, right. right? And that's that's what I enjoy is open bikes. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge advocate of the 700 class. I think it's great. Um, 40s I love. We just need to get uh, into spec. Need to get more into AMA spec motors, AMA spec restrictions. And I think that'll help uh, tighten up the, the class a little bit. We won't have so many different bikes that are so far from you know these claim numbers of 80 horsepower all the way down to 50 horsepower right. get us more in a spec and that's that's where i would definitely love to push and put energy towards 
is getting more into AMA spec spec uh, motors and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, okay. I know it, it seems like to me that the more restrictions you put on a class, the more expensive the bikes get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Because I mean, because that's why I mean, open bikes can basically be the original hillbilly form of racing, right? Because you could just slap a old Bandit motor, or a KZ motor, and a frame and go send it on a 500 chassis, right? But now things are getting pushed. The bar getting faster and faster and better suspension required yeah. so you do got to invest a little money the ultimate investment yeah. is to go riding and become really talented i mean that's the best investment yeah. that any racer can make is just be just make yourself the best tool and that's what we're seeing is you know you you, you take these really built motors that are crazy and yes they help the people that aren't as talented and God fearing when the really talented guys get on those, nobody else has a chance. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it, it's, it's racing, you know, that racing is we're going to find an angle that somebody else doesn't have. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's mm -hmm. what racing is. It doesn't matter if you're racing shopping carts or dirt bikes, you're going to figure out a bearing that makes the shopping cart go faster or a different, you know, type of composition of tire that goes better. You know, that's just, that's racing. Right. So it's like, it's, yep. it's a, I, uh, a cowboy had um, sent, what was that you'd sent us this week cowboy on the Williams? Oh, it was a, it was a clip for Greg's, uh, Canadian Motorcycle Hall of Fame induction. So the Williams family from Canada, and it's this really cool thing. We can maybe we'll share something on our socials or whatever. It was really cool about their family, and they had a freaking nitro bike that they put NOS on, wow. <laughs> and and they did so well that they made it illegal. And they're like, that's kind of like a big compliment. Like when you're winning so much that they have to make it illegal. Right. So, you know, I look at it as like, uh, the, the Mueller motorsports four fifties and the Lloyd's performance four fifties when they're that much better than everybody else that people are going to try to make them illegal. It's kind of a huge compliment, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, that sounds like a chicken time yeah. bomb. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but, yeah. but no, but, uh, sidetracked terribly there. Sorry. But, um, uh, so, I mean, you got to be thinking for your local team, your, your, there's going to be a ton of people this week at the Moto Climb Super Series, right? Yeah, yeah. We're really hoping to pack house. We've got a lot of different um, companies, local companies involved coming out. I mean, it's probably going to be one of the bigger events as far as sponsors getting involved, different companies, nonprofit organizations coming out. There's quite a few people coming out. So I'm really hoping it brings out the riders. We do have two we now have two uh, Monster Energy ranked uh, motor Supercross riders coming awesome. out. Awesome. Uh, B-Rays being one of cool. them. And then another one, I don't know his full name, but he's known by Small Fry. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> nice. And he, he's, supposed to be, he's supposed to be pretty impressive. Um, and then we have all of our core uh, athletes coming out from the Super Series and other series. So cool. should be pretty cool. Um, and we do have a couple of the, some off-road guys coming out as well who ride in the Open class and the Pro Stock class. Sweet. Did, nice. do, do you know, yeah. did Matt, they get their bikes back from France? Does Matt have all of his bikes? Yep, yep. They all came back. I know uh, Joe Shipman's bike came back uh, the week before our last event we had, the October uh, 8th event we had at Carnegie. Okay. Um, it came back, and they uh, Big Tone got it assembled basically the day before the event, and 
everything's good. So no no damages. The crates came back in one awesome. piece. Awesome, great. I was nice. everything That's was awesome. pretty good. Just thinking about that the other day because I, I didn't see anything. I'm not the best at following stuff, but I didn't know. I didn't see if he rode or not. So I was curious. All yep. right, great. Well, yep, he rode and Kaysen Kaysen rode the uh, the um, the 500 or whatever that thing's called, the Amanda, <laughs> and then the 450. <laughs> Uh, I, I got my money on Case, and he's going to be uh, spanking Dirty Joe before you know it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's becoming quite a impressive uh, athlete. Yes, Is that uh, Small Fry Anthony Gonzalez? Okay. Yep, that's All the right. one. Yeah. I had totally murdered his last name, but uh, it looks like he's – Yes, you did. I don't even know <laughs> yeah, who it is, yeah. but I can uh, tell you. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think I got Anthony right, but it might, maybe it's – it's not. It's not Antony, is it? Is that how you say it, Antony? I probably said that Antony. wrong too. Maybe back, maybe back in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, welcome, Antony. Well, welcome. Glad to have you. <laughs> Looks like he's the number four thirty-three. So that's that's awesome. So he's got thirteen yeah. AMA Sweet. national titles. So pretty freaking fast, dude. Wow. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Oh, B Ray, he must have had a good time, huh? At the shock, yeah. Yeah, B B Ray's pretty impressive. Uh, I don't know. I, I I've seen him a few years, and I don't know a whole lot about the kid, but he's definitely an impressive rider. He's uh, he does it just all on his own. He doesn't have he has a, a, you know basic sponsors, basic support, but he does a lot of stuff all on his own. So he came out uh, riding uh, Philip Allen's four fifty, and uh, basically came out to take some people's money and hurt some feelings and pay for his uh, upcoming season. Nice. Well, uh, Tim messaged me. It sounds like they're family friends, the Allens and, and B-Ray yeah. that they, he's known him since he was just a little kid and um, yep. he'd been wanting them to come hill climb. And he's like, ah, I want to come out and check this out or whatever, you know? So that's mm-hmm. pretty neat. It did. Um, do you know, did, did they get him on a open bike or anything for this race? I know that Tim was looking. Uh, he, uh, the last I heard, is B-Ray will be riding Josh Hill's uh, MZ09 or whatever that Yamaha okay. thing is. Uh, Matt's doing a little work on it right now as we speak, and uh, the intentions are B-Ray to ride wow. that. Wow, okay. Well, bummer Josh nice. won't be there. That was, that was one of my questions. But Yeah, we were hoping Josh and Gus could make it, but they're not able to make it this yeah, weekend. No, I got, they got a lot of stuff going on. So that, Yeah. Well, that, That's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but uh, – I was going to say something along the lines of, you know, Moto Climb, Carnegie and all that stuff. I What is your official, like, title with Carnegie? Like, are you a part of that actual, like, is there a club of sorts there? Or what's all that like? And then with Moto Climb? Uh, so there's not really a club for, to say, Carnegie for the most part. I mean, there's a few different clubs. Uh, there's a Carnegie uh save Carnegie thing. There's a couple different clubs. I'm actually not part of those clubs. I don't have enough time uh, to invest in that, but uh, you I know, I, that. I've been a part of helping and the promotion crew of Carnegie Hill Climbs since uh, 2013 was the first one I did with George Horn. And then uh, we teamed up and I, I promoted the Naha side myself. I, I focused the Naha efforts on the 2016 event and then Jim Nedgley, I, Jim Nedgley and I joined forces for 17 and 18 uh, when we got the uh, event of the year awards. And so I've basically been around Carnegie. It's been my, my backyard for many of us, right? And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, so I just, with 
not racing really and being having more fun with bike building and sport and that is just how I want to get involved into promotions for the most part. And I just can't stand sitting there all day long watching a slow event. So I, uh, I really <laughs> tried it my hardest to uh, get in there and be the ref, be the hill fish, or whatever I can to help speed the class. Dude, up. I, when I've been um, there, you must not even pack a freaking chair. I don't think I've ever seen you sit down. You're always no, doing something. I, I mean, damn, you're at the line. You're helping this. You're helping that. I mean, it's like, damn, I almost feel like I need to run you up a hot dog every now and then or something. Make sure you don't tip over on us. I mean, man, you're just going. Yeah. <laughs> When I get in the mode, I just do it. I don't like to eat. I don't like to stop. I just keep rolling uh, and have a good time, right? I mean, I just, you know, I try my hardest to to not, uh, you know, I want to share my wealth to all the riders. I don't always try to pick on the, my core riders, Kevin, PD, Logan. You know, I try to help all the, the younger riders. Hey, you know, I think you should go to the left line. Don't be starting right there. It's terrible right. lane choice, right? Like, I try to be even to everybody. Right. Um, you know, I've definitely got yelled at a couple times for helping some people more than I should, but... Hey, every now and then we all need a little absolutely. help on the line. Get a little no, nervous. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially that hill. I mean, it, experience is everything there. Just knowing, you know, where to go, how the bike's going to react to different parts of that hill, and setting yourself up to just go fast through that rocky spot at the top is, it's tricky. I mean, it's, the way that they flag that hill, it, it gets very, very difficult at times. So it's, um, yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's a monster of a hill, that's for sure. Yeah, so for the Carnegie Super Series event, you know, I'm for the most part part of the promotional team, and then I fill the shoe in as the referee, the hill boss, and then um, my fiance Nikki, she does all the scoring. So her and I make a pretty good team of doing the scoring and then um, okay. the hill boss stuff. So she's involved. Um, we are in discussions with uh, Matt and the remaining uh, board members of the Super Series on um, us joining forces for cool. next year and going to all the Super Series events. Oh, wow. And uh, becoming a board member to support that series and the growth. Wow, there. awesome, man. That's cool as hell. That's great. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited with that. I mean, I definitely, you know, Matt and I, we did our first event together in 2014 or 20, 2015. Um, no, 2012 or something like that. It's been a while. Um, I went off and on helping him a couple of years. I didn't do it because I was mostly focusing on Naha at the time and you know it's hard to to do both um but i love traveling and my bikes good all events so and i like to be there for all my bikes as much well as i gotta think that your yeah. uh, clients love seeing you at those races too because there's questions that happen <laughs> at races that's for sure i, I think oh, that yeah. people love to see you there uh just making sure if there's something that <laughs> like that you can come over there and give them a little help with this or that now are you gonna just, yeah, the yeah. one thing i would suggest is don't invest in one of those portable welders you know, uh, uh, you know, an old, an old timer always told me never carry tools with you don't want to use because I had asked him if he had a mall yeah. in his truck and he's like, Sonny, I don't carry tools I don't want to use. No, I don't have a mall. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's pretty smart. Got it. Oh, I've never bought it. a mall since then because I don't want to have to use a damn thing. Right? <laughs> uh. That's uh, good. I, uh, I got to think that Matt would be extremely excited and the Jelnicks and the other people that are so heavily involved in that series to have a person like yourself and your experience. And, you know, the more minds, like-minded people thinking together, the better things get. So that would just be awesome to have you be on the board there for Moto Club. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I really, I really uh, hope we can pursue that and that continues and materializes. And then, you know, I've always been a part of uh, Naha American West, right? And, always been a, a big time supporter of Carrie and Travis and I still help them behind the scenes time of time. And I'm, I'm not necessarily um, pushing to get back on the board, uh, you know, as a former vice president in 2018, 2019, 
but I definitely um, would like to keep expanding my knowledge into there and helping, right? Because if you guys aren't racing and having fun, then I'm not making money. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> well said. <laughs> I, my business, my business is around hill climbing, so I got to do what I can to to make sure it stays yeah, well, alive as best. We I really, can. we really, really yeah, appreciate dude. that, and it's you know, you see it in our sport. The people, mm-hmm. not you're not the only one that feels that way. We kind of all try to push yep. the sucker together. And uh, we're all so proud to be a part of it. And it just means the world that someone like yourself where your involvement is just building these badass bikes and how your, your excitement into the next build and, and what's next. And you're pushing the envelope uh, on, you know, what, what we can and can't do. And it's just awesome to have someone like you in that faction of the, of the racing, but also in the promotions part. And it's kind of a full circle mm-hmm. aspect. And by not riding, you're pretty you know, unbiased. That's what's so cool. You know, like yeah. for me, my opinions, it's all comes down to me letting that clutch out and it sucks. Cause it's just my opinion, but it's like, <laughs> that, that's my opinion. You know, yeah. it's like, that's why like, I respect mm-hmm. Colby's opinion and Cowboys as well as they've done it. They've been involved in it. Colby's, you know, on the visual part of it, Cowboys now like officiating and we all love it. And that's, what's kind of cool is like getting these different opinions from different angles. Cause the more information we get like that pushing together, it just, everybody wins, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we got all all the bases oh, covered. Sure. <laughs> so, right on this. We'll come back right more to the moto climb this weekend. But you're sitting, yeah. you're talking mm-hmm. behind you. I can see it. It's like you're, it's like you're <laughs> tempting us there with your freaking builds you got in your shop there. Uh, I believe that's an 890 IC sitting there, there, close to you. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, we got Dan Weimer's uh, 2023 KTM 890, and then we have Team Peterson's Factor KTM 890, and then we have uh, Carson Lloyd's 1290 back there. Nice, cool, damn, holy cow! 1290's coming for some updates. The Team Peterson 890 is getting picked up by Robbie uh, next weekend at the Super Series, and then um, uh, I'll I'll announce it on uh, the podcast. I'm like a month behind on Dan Weimer's. (laughs) And I'm doing everything I can, <laughs> everything I can to get it done. Uh, Cause wedding time. And I got to start, I still got to pick the first dance song of my mom. And that's, a Oh yeah. Right that, uh, that is a tough <laughs> yes, one. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I bet you, I bet you you're so, most creative when you're welding. Right. So that's, a, 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 yeah. yeah. Hard to listen. Uh, <clears throat> um, talking about those builds. So now you've built a few of those eight nineties yep. and, have yep. you been keeping the same type of style? Have you augmented them much from when you started, or how does that work? Yeah, they've they've changed for sure. Uh, I would say you know Carson Lloyd right. was the first, Dave Perry goes the second, uh, Carries was the third, and then Dan Weimers is the fourth. And I can definitely say Dan Weimers is the the right. leading edge. Um, at first glance, they're all they're all the same. You know, they are using an OEM KTM okay. frame. Um, as the motor fits in there fairly okay. well, uh, the limitations are the intake, but intake's limitation on every single in- open yes, bike out there for the most part. Yeah. So they work good. The frame now has changed a lot. Um, I mostly changed the frame quite a bit because one thing that's different with Kerry Peterson's is uh, um, Yoshimura is doing okay. the exhaust on it. So I wanted to ensure that I was able to deliver a perfectly turnkey build that they can go and do their magic with their exhaust because they got smart engineers that know they need three inches and five, 18 inches here and there. And I, I didn't want the frame to be any sort right. of in the way. 
Right. So yeah. the frame has a lot more clearance for exhaust now, um, better intake. So, and I know Carson Lloyd's listening, but he's his frame will be getting updated sooner <laughs> um, than later to make sure he's at level right. playing field. But um, that, you know. That's what I was wondering because I get to see it from Sapala's and Todd is the master behind mm -hmm. building all those bikes. And, you know, from Gen 1, the first 1125 Buell that they built, you know, they've improved yep. on every single one and they've kind of figured out this or that. And it's so, I mean, I just respect you so much, Kevin and Todd and Kirk and all the other people that are building bikes because, you know, what you're doing for a company costs hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars to R and D and research to get this stuff to work, you know? And it's yeah. kind of amazing that you guys can do it so good. You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you, like I yeah. told Carson at uh, the great American, when they pulled that bike out and they, obviously they were the geniuses making it run, you know, you, you did the welding yep. and the fab work and making it, giving them all the puzzle pieces. They made it run and he went and ran it. He went over and I said, that is absolutely amazing, Carson, that the first time on a bike that's never been done, no, nobody has ever built that exact bike, obviously. There's been 790, blah, 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 you know, this or that. But to take that mm -hmm. bike, to come to a professional event, to take it over the hill, he didn't blow it up. He didn't blow the chain. It was. I, I think he might even have got a check with the damn ride. I mean, I was just so impressed. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that is so incredibly difficult to do. And how rewarding is that for you? When you get to see that. Yeah, no, that's that's the satisfaction is seeing the, the builds doing great, winning or whatever it may be. I mean, podium is where yeah. they need to be. Uh, you know, it was off P. Carson Lloyd against a bunch of big bore open bikes at the the yep. Idaho event. I'm always forgetting the name. Just I call it, big just call it the People, potato race. So, the potato race. <laughs> it was awesome to see Carson Lloyd, you know, <laughs> third place in the podium on a, on a yes. 890, right? So. The potential's yeah. there. Um, you know, the thing that I think I do differently than some other builders is I really strive for OEM. Um, I'm not smart enough to figure out geometry. I replicate OEM geometry. Um, every single bolt is a factory KTM bolt. Every single thing resembles as much as I can awesome. OEM. But with all that being said, I'm Love absolutely it. tired of KTMs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been doing way too many KTMs. Uh, so... It's time to switch it up. Uh, I do have one more KTM uh, 1190 for uh, Cody McClure. Nice. Starting awesome. Yeah. That's great. Cody, yeah. let's go. So he's going to go He's gonna go one more big year. So we're going to do him up 1190 this, this winter. And then uh, as soon as that bike is done, I'll be building a uh, – I haven't got the motor fully figured out yet, but definitely something 2020 or newer, Jixxer 1000 uh, replicating a RMZ uh, 450 or 250. Ooh. Right on. Going yellow. yellow. Oh, dang. Oh, that's that's right. naughty. Those Suzuki's, they, <laughs> I mean, that you want to talk about a cult. That's a, that's a cult right there. This is, this is, this yeah. is, this is, but they're uh? cheap. They're cheap. So that's why. Are you well, calling that cult cheap? Motor, Come on now. Don't, don't call Harold Waddell cheap. That's not, that's not fair. Plant. He, you know. <laughs> the power plant's more money okay. than the 1290s, right, yeah, though. Yeah. Getting a 1,000 power plant is almost twice as much as a, a 1290 right. or 1190. 
But uh, um, plastics and forks are pennies well, compared to KTM. it's got to be expensive with that RMC yeah. 1000. When you take the Kickstarter off of it, that's got to be hard to weld that up, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry, Suzuki fans. I'm sorry. I had to. I'm sorry. I had to. That's just... <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. Well, you have, yeah. I mean, you're about doubling your production for open bikes here now the, the last few years, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I usually like to only do two a year, and now we're on we're on number four. Uh, then next next year next year's definitely looking between uh, three and four again, but they'll be all uh, okay. custom frames uh, okay. for next year. So a little more uh, labor intensive, a little bit more money in my right. pocket, hopefully. Right. Uh, we'll see what uh, we'll what see. What do you what prefer? Do you do you like starting yeah. with a donor frame, or do you rather, would you rather just build it all from scratch? What What do you prefer? Uh. Building from scratch for sure. Uh, the hardest part for me building from scratch is getting the, the subframe and, and seat and right. tank to line up as OEM yep. should be, you know. Um, but I definitely starting off with, with clean chromoly and going from scratch is a lot more fun. Um, it's, it's, it is easier for sure. These KTM frames, the getting, you know, sandblasting first, or I do an acid bath because the newer KTMs have some very interesting powder coat that my sandblast won't even really go to. Wow. So we go, we go dip oh. them for two hours in acid. We get the paint off of them, and then uh, I start wow. cutting them up from there. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, I, I got to be thinking that Crazy. your pockets are like your dryer is probably just full of KTM bolts at this part. You got, you got to be done with that. Yes. You're just like <laughs> enough of this. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to take a little break from it. I want to switch it up a little bit. I don't want to be just no, just the only KTM guy. And I think there's more potential out there. There's so many other motors, and you know, there's. Tons of Hondas, Yamahas, Kawasaki's that are all appealing. It's just making that jump. You know, hill climbing is more or less following right. trends. Uh, when I first, when I first yeah. built my first Trickster 750, was in 2009, and that was like a game changer because we did a full exhaust. Nobody ever heard of Vespa go up the hill before. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> game changing. And I built four of them right away. And then Ryan Galagos's, which is a little bit different than those other ones I did. But like, that's just, those were the game changers, right. 750s. And then all of a sudden, the 1290s you know and i did the two methanol 1290s and then obviously logan mead's raising the bar tremendously with his gasoline 1290 and then now robert wilson's mm -hmm. got his figured out i mean they're they're growing in the 1290s the 1090s and 1190s have been out for a few years you know the cardwells have definitely put them right. on the map for sure well i think that's cool like you said you know you you built those those 750s galagos has been riding his for is that eight years yep. or i don't know how long it yeah, 2011, 2012. 11 I years then. I mean, that's, and that's what uh, I think yeah. is so awesome. And, you know, I think it was Monty I was talking to. And, you know, I was like, oh, congratulations on getting it going. And and he's like, you know, we want to do this or that. And I'm like, welcome to owning an open bike. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's not one season that you're not going to want to do this or that or this or that. That's because it's a completely yep. custom bike. But I think what's so cool is, yep. you know, a lot of times – those those add-ons, those changes, I mean, they can be, but they're usually not break-the-bank expensive, you know. You're just fine-tuning them. Yeah. But what I think is what, such a great investment is an open bike. I mean, they go, mm -hmm. they pay a man like you to get them that bike up, rolling, whatever that you can do out of it. They take that investment. They, you know, like Peters or Petersons are going to Yoshimura, whatever, whatever else you're going to do. They're not cheap. You know, you have an investment, but you yeah. don't really lose on them. I mean, man, they they keep getting. It's it's amazing when you think about. You know, uh, I was talking to Kirk. Like, what would a new open bike build cost? 
if you take your time cabin or what Kirk does or Lloyd's or you know whoever, mm-hmm. and you would say take that same amount of time and put it into a late model stock car build, add a zero if not two. <laughs> okay, like like it's. Uh, I yes. mean, what we're getting from you and the people, you guys are very generous with your time because it's. It's a labor of love to build these things, right? And we want you guys to make money, but you guys are really being pretty damn honest with us. Because if you look at what what a frame costs for a late model uh, stock car, you know, those guys Mm -hmm. are racing for a six pack of beer. Right, they got a frame that costs yep. one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and they put in, they're putting another one hundred and fifty into their motor. Right, so it's like you, it's comparison mm-hmm. when you're going to <laughs> Devil's Staircase and you're racing for a thirty thousand dollar purse, and you got a you know twenty thousand dollar open bike or whatever. You know, it's it's we're pretty yeah, fortunate, exactly. and you can ride that same open bike for eleven years and be ultra competitive. So yep. it's a big initial investment for racing, but man, is it awesome! Because once you got it. A little improvements here, there. It's you know you just keep leveling it up, but you can be competitive for ten years. I mean, what was what did we talk with guys with Harold? Twenty three years or some crap that his yeah, bike yeah, is, and he yeah, just yeah. won back to back at Columbus on it, right? I mean, obviously it's Harold, mm-hmm. so there's that part. Yeah. But I mean, still, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I just think it's it's so cool in our yeah, sport. Insane. Make that investment, <clears throat> go in, get one, get better, keep going faster and faster. Don't ever look back, you know. That's I'm trying to mean. sell bikes for you, Kevin. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to sell I bikes for you here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you I gave you that 10% oh, commission fee. Oh, sweet. So All right. Oh, oh okay. That's I like why this. I tried I like so this. hard. Right. Okay. I felt special just to get a sticker. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> my, my toolbox got so fast right away. I was pretty proud of that. So that, that's good. <laughs> Dang, you got a you sticker? Know, I, I'm, a, I'm a, I've been around, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, uh, out of these next bikes, you know, your 890s, you built. Now you're redoing or helping with the 1290. What? What's your baby? What, mm-hmm. Out of all the bikes that you've built, what? There's got to be one that that's just like you look back at that and be like, that's my baby. Is there one that you can think of? Um, I would say the one that created the most R and D and really helped put my name on the map was the bike I built for Max Simmons, which was the first nice. 5750. Uh, it just, unfortunately, when, uh, we sold that bike to fund his 1290 build, uh, that bike went to another rider. I mean, it's still out in the circuit, still racing. It's not where I would dream it to be on the right. podium like it was. Um, but I would say that was definitely one of my, uh, it definitely had the most R and D uh, the, the most dyno time I ever spent wow. my life on that bike on any of my wow. bikes is that bike. And, um, so that for sure. And then the, um, the 1290s with, uh, with Kevin and, and PD right. and Adam, right. Cause mm-hmm. Adam's bike was originally built for okay. Max Simmons and, uh, he decided to retire halfway kind of through that build. Um, so I ended up kind of sitting on it for like a year. Cause originally we started that build in, in 16 and then he ended up kind of, wow racing a little bit here and there and then decided 17 full retirement. So that bike sat for a year, but, um, got together, sold it to Adam and then now P's riding it. So those bikes are fun. We just had Kevin's bike over in the garage, uh, Saturday night doing up an intake box for it and making some changes. So th- those are definitely fun, but those are their bikes. Um, a lot of the investment time that they put into cool. themselves as well. So it's mutual. Yeah. They're all favorite. I mean, I don't have one. I mean, What's the shortest like phone all. conversation you've ever had with Adam Shelton? Is it under two hours or? 
<laughs> oh, okay. well, we talk so frequently, so normally it's little like you know, oh, okay. little two minute phone right. calls okay. and text messages. Uh, we okay. see each other right. often, right? <laughs> Love that guy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so that, that's exciting stuff. I mean, it's definitely all the bikes are all my babies. They're all fun. Uh, I always forget about honestly is Ryan Gallagos's bike. Um, that was a really fun build. Uh, he actually did snap that frame in half uh, at Columbus. Um, we ended up rewelding it, and then I ended up changing the geometry, lifting the motor up a little bit. And now, when that got issued back to him, he said it was a new improved. So they're fun. And now we're discussing potentially doing a full upgrade to 2024 Honda, all new Honda suspension on it, keeping the same frame, but just doing oh, newer technology, that's awesome. maybe. Oh, that's cool. That's really Sweet. cool. Sweet. So they've always been a, the Galagos family's always been a longtime supporter, and I. Tell him I'll do whatever I can, whatever I can do to, to keep them up cool. to the podium. He's so damn consistent on those on the, all of his mm-hmm. equipment. I mean, yeah. he just doesn't have yep. bad rides. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so fun watching him go. I mean, he is in complete com- control of them bikes at all times. He is such a fun guy to watch yep, ride. Absolutely, it's awesome. Laid back, laid back family. You'll never yeah. see them working on anything. <laughs> they just show up with what they got, right. and it always works for them. <laughs> That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Good. Right. That's the way you want it to be, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we, uh, we were talking, I don't know if it was a couple episodes ago or one, but about the championship between West yep. and East Showdown in Ohio next year. And um, I mean, we're all so excited, but I made a bold statement and I kind of was kind of trolling, I guess. And I said, you know, <laughs> not that many people from the West coming, maybe four or five. But when that episode aired, I don't know if it was 640 that the time I said it, 642, I get a message from you. Ah, your math might be off a little bit here. I got, I got some news for you. There's a few guys coming out or whatever. I mean, how excited are you yep. for next season? American Hill Climb West, American Hill Climb East, Collision, making a true national champion. How freaking excited is Heavy Wrenching for this all to go down? Super exciting. I mean, it's definitely, it's been in the works forever to have some kind of East-West shootout again. You know, when Jeff Thomas did it years ago, um, that was like a highlight then. And now this is hopefully even bigger and better uh, with today's, today's age, right? Um, I think it is the future. I still don't fully understand some of the the right. points and rules behind it a little bit. I know it's still, we're still in the kind of, uh, what yeah. the foreplay uh, phase yeah. of it all. We don't really know right. what we don't know that We don't know the details uh, yet, yeah. but in a few months here we will. Yeah. <clears throat> there is a big, there is a big meeting at the end of the month uh, at, uh, in Florida, at Daytona. So um, I think a lot of news will be coming out cool. soon for that. But, uh, you know, yeah. it is exciting. It's definitely exciting. We're the full MKS team. Kevin, Petey, Tarzan, Shane Speed, we're, they're all planning on qualifying. Uh, Logan Mee. Yes. You said Kevin? Kevin awesome. Well. Yep. Yes. You know, we got Logan Mee. That's what I like Joe, to hear. Uh, Robert yeah. Wilson. Uh, there's a few other people. I mean, even Pat Johnson said Let's go, he's, Pat. He's up for Let's challenge. go, if Pat. He's get off work, Hell yeah. He's down. So, right? so uh, depending on the rules, you know, American West is – is hoping to step up and get two to three more cool. venues for next year. Um, so if we get some more venues, I'm hoping we can get away from a couple of the deb- right. double header races. You know, I, I agree yeah. with some of the logic with double headers, but I don't agree with the money out of the pocket right. all at once. Well, I, 
Um, I, I think like so, too. You know, my this is just my opinion, but I think like some venues just aren't suited for it. Like Columbus, I just don't think that's a good double yeah. double race. I think it's yeah. set up for qualify, have that that like I would almost call like an American Hill Climb East style show because they don't they don't want racing yeah. for sixteen hours there. They just want that nighttime. All the pyrotechnics and everything—they they, they got to have time for all that too. Yep. But like at Washington, I don't—I don't have an issue with it. Like I, I think like I. No, because you got three hundred yards yeah, of hill left I, and right. You got you got to have multiple runs to crowd, make it fair for that. There, they seemed like they were mm-hmm. kind of down with the whole day. They had awesome. They had like multi-tiered mm-hmm. campsites. The people were kind of coming in and out all day. Yep. It just—I don't know. If it just my opinion, but it felt good there, you know. But at Columbus and yep. I don't know uh, the potato race. I could go either way. I think that one probably would just be better a single entry as well there. But I don't know. That, that, that's that's just my opinion. I, I yeah. I think, it was, I, I, think uh, I think for 2023 with being the new year with the new yeah. team at the Potato Hill, uh, they definitely right. should have done one round because they we already know right. they had lack of staff. Well, and uh, I think uh, mm-hmm. it put a sour taste in a lot of, people, a lot of people's mouths. I mean, I know I, unless things change, I may not be going to that event again. Um, so hopefully we can get some more staff members, yeah. more people on board to help to make it a true doubleheader. Um, but, you know, for me, it's just I don't think it's fair for the riders to have to put up uh, 1000 to $1,500 uh, a week before the event to go race twice and then go drive all that. You know, I, something I'm trying to propose is like a payment plan or – something uh some way of making it more fair for the riders because i know for me you know thousand bucks on a friday is, it could be and, your, your whole I mean, this is the thing people, you know? we talk about all this stuff yeah. and every it, it we're regional you know and in the east they really have a great system but they have these huge crowds right white rose freemansburg yep. devil staircase muskegon they can bank on huge crowds and that's that that helps generate that money to offset our entry fees I have never had to pay an entry fee yep. at the East Coast like I do on the West for any of them, which I get it. Yep. The West, the pots that are purse, more rider generated. I get it. But having the crowd help generate that, it's a huge load off the riders. Huge. You know, it's and, oh, and, the, and the, absolutely. you know, the, the, how you're, co- how you're tied to the club or the, or the promoter or, the better the event, the better the promoter of the club does, and the better the rider does. I love that too, you know. But you know, that's that's just an yeah. idea. But I mean, we're guys. Stop me here. I'm sidetracked again. I'm sorry. We're just got got so, got so many things we want to talk yeah. to. No, about you're not sidetracked. <laughs> just kidding. <clears throat> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good yeah. stuff. Loving it. Oh, absolutely. It's good to hear Kevin's point of view on it all too. So yeah, I'm glad we're we're going there. Uh. Yep. They're just opinion. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all just opinion. Yep. Well, yeah, allegedly. One other allegedly. thing, allegedly. just because you're, you're so tied in with so many bikes, so many races, you know, we were talking about it, and the traditional double staircase hill, that outright speed hill, you know, like mm-hmm. so many times I say something, I go to bed, I lay in bed, and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you were wrong. What the, why the hell did you say that, you know, or whatever? And like, I question everything that I say, and <laughs> I, I talk first, think later, hear too much, or whatever. But, you know, when we were talking about are the West Coast Same. guys going to be able to compete with the East Coast guys out right there, you know? And, you know, all-out speed, Jay's R1, JFK's big bike, nitro bike, 
Maybe not. But we yep. just saw inlines on gas, Logan on gas, very close to the top, you know? What what are mm-hmm. your thoughts on the bikes like PD's bike that you've built? I mean, that thing is wicked fast. But what are, what do you think? What potential yep. do the West guys have like on that outright speed hill of the Devil Staircase? I think the East okay. Coast is going to murder right. us. I, there's no <laughs> way that we can our our style bikes being more on the lightweight uh, motor right. motocross ish style um i don't think they'll be able to handle a lot of that yes i know logan me just went back to um whatever that event was he went to back east um and he did very good and he did very good right and i know his his bike is extremely competitive but uh that double staircase is a whole nother animal um and i think the only way you're gonna you're gonna get close to the the podium is on chains uh there's no way a rubber i don't think rubber will it will get you near the podium on the uh, that main right. double staircase, we saw here. we saw Austin Tyler come out last year, and podium yep. did very well, but just couldn't get that win, you know. And um, you know he's yep. on fifty percent nitro on that bike, and we all know he has no hesitation to go hold that sucker wide open. <laughs> and Absolutely Dan the not. man is a <laughs> self-proclaimed, you know, not self-proclaimed, <laughs> but he is a wizard himself, you know. And um, they were putting yep. gearing on that bike, and you could see them as they went. They did the last three, and they were getting faster and faster. But, I mean, still couldn't get it. And, unfortunately, his, his 450, they struggled even more in that with the 450. The Twins class are right there. But I think it's going to be a real equalizer. And the same thing to be said, though, is I don't know if the East guys can ride their Twins bikes to the level of, in the premier class or the open class on the West coast day, you know, which yep, yep, is I leading agree. us to a pretty damn fun weekend of racing, right? <laughs> yeah. There will be a I, I, mean, I mean, not, nobody's not going to, yeah. <laughs> if the Hill, if the Hill ends up being a, you know, a, a more a fair advantage for the West coast, I think it's definitely right. going to end up being a true battle. Um, it's really yeah. going to be a, a tough one for all the riders to really bring their A game and get equipment set up for both hills. Uh, and then if we're able to bike share, I don't know how it's going to work as far as can you ride the same bike Saturday and Sunday or is it two different bikes? I don't know. Um, yeah. Really curious what's going to happen there. You know, my my goal is to produce this Jigsaw uh, 1000 that's going to be uh, set up wow. for more of East Coast style. So I'm hoping I can bring a new, right. a new bike to the East Coast. Uh, I still don't have a rider for it yet. Um, but the, uh, the goal is to build it and then, uh, find a rider, yeah. ride it. And hopefully you find won't have a problem finding a rider or a buyer. Yeah. Or a buyer. Uh, we would love matter, to help you find that buyer too. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I just think, yep. you know, next year we saw it this year at doubles and I, I, I've seen it a little bit, but nothing like this year. There was so many people that borrowed bikes at doubles this year. It's freaking crazy. I mean, uh, it yep. was just like bike sharing all that. over. And I think it must mm-hmm. have been a little bit people thinking for next year. They wanting to get some experience to see mm-hmm. what they might want, this or that. When you're talking about a national championship, if you're one of those top five guys, you know, your top five guys in the West, the top five guys in the East that are actually really thinking about how do I win this championship? Not Joel Faldi in 17th place trying to qualify, but like the actual top five guys, you're not going to want to borrow a bike, right? 
There, if no, you're going to put that not. much time, energy, and effort into going after a championship and winning, you're not going to borrow a freaking bike, you know? And that's where I think it's going to be. Yep. It's going to need to be somebody that on their on their team, they got the tools to do it, you know? And it's going to be – there's mm-hmm. not many people yep. that do. You know, it's going to be really interesting. I would not be surprised after talking with uh, John Kester – I think we're going to see a new twin out of them. I just have this feeling after riding Dave's bike. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I might, yeah, I better not say they're pretty secretive, but I mean, I've been saying there's no replacement for displacement forever since they started entering the twins class and damn it. If they finally listened, I'm pissed. Why did I, I should have told them smaller's better. Right. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but uh, you know, if you put, uh, a, a really fast twins bike in the hands of John and, and give him the year to do it. Going to be saucy, right? You get this Jixer yeah, oh 1000 yeah. lined out. And I mean, just pick a name out of team uh, California, right? Give them experience throughout the yeah. year to ride that thing and bring it to devils. I mean, damn, it's, we're going to have some freaking racing on our hands here. This is going to be, gonna be a good time but I, i'm also pretty interested to see how pd's bike does there because i i feel like having that bike yeah. i see it get it's been getting faster all year they have been yeah it's definitely getting faster we definitely uh you know we can't discredit kevin because kevin's kevin's bike was the first one to kind of start us in the methanol right and uh you know kudos to dan watson for helping us get everything set up and everything like that but we've definitely we found some pros and cons. We've revamped. We changed the plumbing, and you name it. We're getting getting better and better. Um, it's just a matter of time. We get it figured out. Uh, but right now, with Logan Mead having that new 1190 on on methanol from um, from Sam Hummel, that bike is really impressive, and it's definitely pushed Kevin and Petey to figure out why their bikes are slower than him. Because <laughs> um, he came out he came out last weekend and, and uh, really impressed us with. Uh, his 1190 at our shotgun show uh, hill, and uh, I don't know if I've ever seen wow. a methanol bike go that fast. Yeah, wow. I was gonna say too. I mean, I don't see those methanol bikes being too far off the pace at Devil's Staircase. Yep. Um, no, it's obviously not as wild as the nine foot long nitro bikes, <laughs> but um, I think the rideability is a lot more stable yep. with those things. For sure, and we've seen Devil's Staircase kind of morph more into a moto hill than a blitz hill like it used to be, mm-hmm. where, yeah. you know, that gap is shortened up in the middle where it's not a do-or-die situation anymore. I think if a guy can learn how to stay low and keep the power to the ground and stay consistent on there, I think you'd have a chance against those nitro bikes because they are definitely a lot harder to manage yep. the power in those slow spots. Yeah, they haul ass, but yeah, but they got. I they think there is with some... that top jump though. That that top jump, obviously, I've never been there, but seeing it on cameras, the way you're just basically bouncing over the top there, oh, yeah. and you're sending it another 30, 40, 50 feet. I don't know. It looks pretty far. Something that's far. That's yeah. going to be tough because uh, it's going to be hard for the West Coast riders to get stiff enough suspension to be able to handle that. Uh, you know, if we mm-hmm. don't get those those stiff suspensions, we're just going to buck right over those and head over heels before you know it. Yeah, that was something I was going to mention too. Is I think you guys are right there, minus 
suspension. Yeah. You need to firm up yeah, no, and, suspension for and that day. And obviously, it sucks when it's a double header, yeah. and you're going to want the soft stuff for Saturday, and then we'll see how it goes Sunday. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't no, know. I think suspension is the biggest key element there for those big bikes. It's going to require two sets yeah. of suspension. Uh, there's no way we can perform without it. And I already know. I know a few of us are already working on that and buying some suspension and stuff to be prepared for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is all great news to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like that you guys are like on that. Right. Well, They're I, coming I, swinging, I've, man. I've got some wind. I think uh, the West is more excited than the East. So, uh. <laughs> well, that's that's, that's awesome right. because it's what I'm hearing. All right. That's what I'm hearing. But I think it's because we don't have all the rules lined out and we're a little bit premature right now. On, well, the other on thing everything. that's going to be tough, too, is nobody mm-hmm. will have ridden the West Coast style hill at Devils yet, you know? So it's going to be yeah. a ginormous learning curve for everybody and i know that you know talking with rob like kevin looney at the date motorcycle club like they're Mm -hmm. they're they're trying to cross all their t's and dot all their i's and they're going to top level riders getting their input and they're there but there's only so much you can do and you Mm -hmm. just there's no guarantee that you're going to nail it on the first attempt at this hill and that's going to be the tough thing is they're going to have you can't make it that that hill like Jay and John can't be able to ride their regular nitro bikes on it. If that's the case, we're in trouble, right? Like yep. they, they have to make something like, yep. I don't know. And I'm not the person to design it and I don't want to have any input whatsoever. Cause I don't know a damn thing about it, but there is people that do. And that's where we got to make sure we nail it. And you know, when I've heard like a Columbus style West coast Hill, I've only been to Columbus once, yeah, that's that makes a, me stick to my stomach. That's a that's a moto style bottom <laughs> with a super sketchy top. <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> Columbus has put Columbus yeah. has put more riders in the hospital yeah. oh, than yeah, any right. event yeah. in the country. And I pray <laughs> and hope that Rob Redman and Kevin Looney uh, do something similar to Columbus as far as the top with some ledges and turns, but don't make it near yeah. death, uh, no. death like that. Uh, yeah, we, we already more. got the one. We don't need two. We don't need any but more hurt riders. I, I think as long as there's yeah. one 90 degree turn in there, okay, nitro right, bikes okay. are automatically. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen that go south numerous times. And anything Columbus style, right. throw the nitro bike in the garbage because it ain't going to. Here, work. we can start a little, little drama here. So, my proposal would be Saturday is rubber paddle only. And Sunday is chains or metal only. Hmm. Because we know hmm. a nitro bike doesn't do very well on a tire. And we know our wet bikes no. underpowered on gas don't spin chains very well. So, or both, right? Yeah. So I think something yeah. along those lines of uh, restrictions for equipment is better, better than trying to make a near death. Yeah, that's not a bad terms. idea at all. I mean, I'm not saying no to it. That, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Right, right. No. Different, different approach. It's a good way to restrict it uh, and make it fair, yeah. Yeah, and I just, <laughs> I fear that, like, for instance, Jay and John's and all the other ones like it, they they don't do rubber. Yeah. No, I don't they, think they've ever had rubber on them. They'll blow up. <laughs> and I don't think, I don't think they'll ride those bikes there regardless. It's just, it wouldn't really make a whole lot of sense if the hill is what I think it might be. Yeah. But they're just yeah. going to spin... <laughs> Think, they're not even going to get off the line. Yeah. Now, most <laughs> of the East Coast guys are thinking they're going to build something for that West Coast Hill only or 
or build another twin or something. Probably so. twin. Yeah. More twins. I mean, probably. It pays off better to have a I twin because so. they have that class there and that class pays very well. Yep. And there's room for improvement in that class for faster bikes, you know, so it, w- it would make sense for, you know, three or yeah. four more, you know, super fast twins to come in after next year. It would only help everybody with that, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, you better yeah. <laughs> build another stall in the garage for that. <laughs> another, question, another question, Kevin. Okay. Is you or your fiance opposed to drinking gallon beers if you come to Devils? I, I love drinking. So Have you I ever seen 5,000 people all holding a gallon of beer before? Okay. I've seen some pictures. It's, it's nothing like you can do in California. I'm going to say you're going to no. feel like you forgot your passport yeah. when you leave California and go there because you're in a different spot. Perfect. It's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot different than California, no, and I, I might I might offer um, don't tell them you're from California. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave that part out. Yeah, yeah leave that part out. Uh, just kidding. Uh, Say, Kevin, any chance you could stay with us a little bit? Not if we could take proud. a little break, would you mind stick, sticking around just a little bit longer? We we want to talk some Motoclimb yeah, Super Series, the points leaders, and then we kind of want to tap you for maybe some predictions here or whatever. You're kind of the man on the street here, the local guy. Would you be up for some Motoclimb Super Series predictions maybe or talking to talk? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm down to, to piss off some friends. I'm down. I knew, I knew we we, we made the secret amount of Coors Lights. We're good. All right, we, we got it. All right, all right, we're good. Is that cool, guys? Should we take a little? Should we pay some bills here? I got, I, I got it, right, guys. So, all right, let's, let's mute. We're gonna mute up, it. Kevin. We'll we'll take. We'll let's listen to commercial. Let's do it. We'll come back. Let's pay some bills. Let's do it. All right, here we go, boys. Hey, Nitro and Mud listeners, Nitro Pilot here to talk to you about our title sponsor, Buell Motorcycles. Founded in 1983 by motorcycle racing legend Eric Buell, Buell Motorcycles are known for their innovative designs and cutting-edge technology. So whether you're hitting the open road or tearing up a hill, Buell has a bike for you. One of the standout features of Buell Motorcycles is their use of the ETV2 1190 engine, a high-performance V-twin engine developed in-house by Buell. This engine provides plenty of power and torque, making Buell a blast to ride. In addition to their impressive engines, Buell Motorcycles also boasts agile handling and advanced suspension systems, allowing for precise and confident cornering. So if you're in the market for a motorcycle that combines style, performance, and innovation, check out BuellMotorcycles.com and pre-order your all-new American-made Buell Motorcycle today. Buell is back! The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. so excited to talk to you about Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes. I'm proud to have grown up racing with the owners, the Palmer family, and this family are experts on luxury log and timber homes. Their website, GoldenEagleLogHomes.com, is the one-stop shop for all of your luxury log and timber home needs. They have built homes in 49 states and across Canada. They offer a range of packages from the one-stop shopping to shell to a one-of-a-kind package. 
go support a family that supports racing, please go to their website, goldeneaglelaghomes.com. What's up, Hill Climb family? Owner and operator of Lace Belt Company, Joseph Allnett here. We are so stoked to be a supporting sponsor of the Nitro and Mud Show again this year. For those of you new to Laced, we are an action sports-based company that supports athletes across the country. We offer premium lace belts and high-quality streetwear apparel for athletes who want to look good on and off the track. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes, our lace belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. With over 30 different colorways and our large selection of high-quality apparel, you'll be sure to find what you're looking for. For you listeners only, we are offering 15% off our entire site using the code NITRO. That again is NITRO for 15% off your order on lacebelt.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lacedbelt.co. Hey, race fans, the old 31 here, and I'm here to talk to you about, hey, how do you perform at your very best? I'll tell you one way to start in our discipline, that's having the best equipment. I feel like I have the best equipment. That's due to one person, Kirk Mueller. Kirk at Mueller Motorsports is a wizard. He can dyno tune any make, any size bike on his dyno, and he can get the absolute most out of all your performance parts. Hey, just ask this top performer. Hey, Nitro fans, Logan Sapala here. Get off wish.com and find yourself a real race shop to get you on the top step of the podium. Mueller Motorsports is your one-stop shop for engine builds, suspension, and dyno tuning. I only run products and services I can trust when traveling coast to coast, striving for perfection, chasing championships. If you want the same, find Kirk on Instagram or on the web at kirkmuller49 or muellermotorsports.net and leave the other guys for fourth beer pinned. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at BlackDiamondMX.com using discount code NitroMud15 when you check out. That's NitroMud15 for 15% off at BlackDiamondMX.com. Look good, ride good. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of HydroPower. So the demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We need something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Jorgensen, the professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate HydroPower. Using the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training, we came up with HydroPower. HydroPower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market the optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas, push them further, and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. DW7, what do you think? Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuel is back. Did you guys see <clears throat> the pictures of the the touring bike? It looks awesome. 
No, I did not. Holy crap. Pretty impressive. It looks really good. Yeah, I think it's pretty slick looking. Yeah. I'd take one any day. Do I take any of the Buell models yeah, any day? Sands I one. Well, yeah. I want a Super Cruiser so bad. The Cruiser, though, is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want that thing. I'd, I'd get in trouble with that. Yeah. <laughs> i lose my license or die on that thing because yeah, that's just the, too much power. And you such and a everybody else package. that's pre-ordered one is going to be in a lot so of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm down i'm down with the super touring and or the the super cruiser the or whatever super cruiser and the the touring bike is just if i could have both those bikes in my garage i'd be pretty <laughs> yeah and broke yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah i don't feel like their price points are too outrageous no, I don't but... that bad. no they're they're yeah. not really for what that is, they're not overly priced. Yeah. Still cheaper than a Harley. Yeah. Especially so. with, you know, the attention that they get at the shop. You know, it's not a huge factory with random employees in it. Like, everyone's a family there, and it's real small, and they just kind of build one piece at a time, and it, I just, yeah. I feel like it's a well-made machine. Man, just oh, it, it definitely to, is. Uh, yeah. Logan's Buell's just get angry. It's just nothing <clears throat> better. I can't wait till they... Can't wait till they get the nitrous oh, fan. Those things are vicious. That's going to be next level. I just that's. I hope. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. They get that no figured doubt. out. It's it's game uh, over. I'm just yep. looking here, and Kevin, you might know better, but on uh, Instagram on the Motoclam Super Series website, the last yep. standings post that I think I see looks like it was. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not a date on it, but current the current points for the Multi Super Series round going into round four. Yeah, okay, at the Carnegie Classic. All right, so this is we're up to date here. So right now, for yep. the we'll start with the the Pro Stock Championship. We got Logan Sapala leading with 65 points. We got Austin Tyler with 60 points and Logan Mead with 48. And then, unfortunately, Joe Shipman's a step back from them. But with those you know, three guys, especially Austin and Logan, that is teaming up to a rematch to what we saw not that long ago, isn't it? Was that two years ago yeah. or last year where it came down to the last damn race of the – this? I think that was- Last year. That's I think that was last year. Well, the wow. last two years have been pretty pretty right. damn close in points and everything for sure. I believe last that's year. That's where having those top-level um, guys come and jump in to that pro-stock class. I mean, you can derail your entire season if Austin Tyler – it has to go against, you know, B-Ray round one. That can take you a compl- out of it for the complete season, mm-hmm. you know, if you lose to somebody like that. And it's definitely yeah. possible. I mean, they got to be so nervous, these top three guys going in to this race. And you have to qualify well. If you don't qualify well, you are in a world of hurt. Mm-hmm. And then you got to hope <laughs> that somebody that's really good doesn't qualify bad. <laughs> You know, because I know I've seen that yep. where I've been there and I've qualified well. Where I've been, you know, eighth or tenth, and then you know 
the one year my first pick was Bodie O'Neill. And I was like, well, son of a bee. And it was just Bodie had some bad luck. And here I got to race probably one of the fastest people there first round, but that's, that's bracketed racing, right? I mean, that, that, that's just how it goes, but that's going to be some itchy, uh, itchy people for that day, isn't it? So then that's pro stock. Uh, (laughs) let's just, if you don't mind. So out of those three, who, who, who are you kind of going with to win the pro stock championship? Just that class, not the overall, but who, who do you, who do you like in that class? Maybe not or for this event, let's say that's for the, not for the championship, but who do you like for this event to yeah. win that class? For, for my okay. predictions for top three for pro stock Woo! is going to be John Wolfson, Joseph Allnut. Wow. And Brandon. Ray. Wow. In that, in that order, that's, in that order. Yep. So wow, first goes to John. Yep. I don't. I'm not saying no. I, I mean, like man, that. anything like can happen. Yeah. They obviously uh, John and Joseph. They're no strangers to Carnegie. They know exactly. And I mean, that's yep, what we absolutely. were talking about before. Being this pro stock class, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool for those guys. That's what they're usually riding out there. You know, I mean, they're riding a stock bike. They're doing these yep. crazy road gaps and stuff with these stock bikes. I mean, they got to feel pretty damn at home. They're on a stock bike. Yeah, between that and then also starting on expanded metal because that's a that's a whole other animal for a lot of riders. And John and Joseph both have a lot of experience. And obviously, B-Rex, oh, that's oh, all he knows. Expanded absolutely. metal start. Have Have you heard of any other riders totally. that we may have not seen that may be competing in that pro stock class that might, might be coming? That's the only names that I can remember. I mean, right. there's a, a list of a couple other ones I know of, but uh, that was the core core names that I can think of. Uh, definitely, you know, I mean, um, B Ray, okay. and then that's uh, awesome. And it's Small been Fry. neat. Like we've seen Ryder LeBlond, and we've seen uh, Jared Stock, and the uh, uh, really talented yep. people come and be a part of that series this year, and it's really fun. I mean, it's just fun seeing really talented people racing hill climb. And um, it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out for this weekend. But yeah, are we all are we all doing predictions, or are we just gonna go with Kevin? Oh boy! Okay, <laughs> I'll throw uh, some in there. Go on, go on. Uh, Let's do it. Whatever. It's like this is so insane to even say. Like your top three is so believable, and then the people that are left out of that, you know, you can't discredit because logan and uh sapala and austin tyler yeah. we seen them battle it out last year too and they're both real good on stock bikes i mean with the hard enduro stuff and they got it figured out logan Mead's no no joke on a stock bike but i would keep joseph allnut in there and john and maybe throw throw logan sapala in the mix yeah I, I, it's so hard. It's so hard. I yeah. I would hate to leave Austin Tyler out, but <clears throat> yeah. Damn, when you say John Wilson and uh, Joseph Allnut, though, those are heavy. Those are heavy well, picks. They're, they're going to be key. They're bringing their race bikes out, so it. Uh, they're like going to have a little bit so, more yeah. advantage. Right. Motor maybe, but we'll see. We'll see what really happens. You want me to go, cowboy? Yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm going to go. Go for it, Joel. I'm going go 895 for the down. win. I mean. I'd, 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 
I, if someone said you got to pick one rider to win a race, your life depends on it. Pick an eight ninety five. Okay. The second is I just think <laughs> the fire on this guy that we've seen. He he just just getting better every race, and his confidence is all there. Logan Mead. I just feel like he is going to be hungry and fast as hell. And a guy that I have just watched all season be fast, mm-hmm. and I just think that we don't even know what his ceiling is yet. Peyton, is it Rymers? I say it wrong every yeah. time. I think Peyton Rymers, I oh, don't know boy. if he's going. <laughs> I think he probably will. But if he's there, that kid is fast. He is fast. And I, I it wouldn't surprise me to yeah. see him on the podium. But, I mean, mm. you know what, Kevin? I don't just. I'm not saying no to yours either, <laughs> Colby. I'm not saying no to yours, and I'm not going to say no to Cowboys unless yeah. unless Cowboy puts Phil on there, which yeah. you know he he's tend to do. So we can't have we can't have. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Well, yeah, I'm only going to put Phil there. Okay, all right. Phil's not going to show up in California, so we're not going to put yeah. him on there. My only thing and with I'll Logan Mead is is that gas gas, as far as I know, is. Straight from the showroom. I mean, I don't think there's anything on that he's thing. Probably only got a and, stock. Uh, like, true stock black. He's the only one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my confidence isn't all there for him in that class specifically, <laughs> just based on that bike alone. But um, yeah, it's hard I, to bet I, against. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see the race there, bike. Control. You know, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it, maybe, maybe, maybe he he figured something out there and. He's chasing points. It's so. a lot easier. I don't know. It's a lot easier just to jump on that bike that's ready rather than right. switching a bunch of yeah. shit okay. to do so. Right. But we'll see. Who knows? Right, yeah. All right. It's the last race of the year, so why not, I guess? Right. Why not just take the extensions off? You don't need them anymore. Yeah. So do it. Yeah, good All point. Right. So I'm going to go with Joseph Allnut for the win. Mm-hmm. Logan Zapala in second, uh, and Petey Kremlin in third. I like that, too. Solid. <laughs> I don't know how that old Honda just keeps getting faster. <laughs> what the hell's going on it's there? It's a cruise thing. <laughs> it's a cruise They are just, yeah, they are just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Even his dad. That's wife. another. His dad's uh, the same, same yeah. kind of rider. It's unbelievable. Another cat I hate to bet against too, but you know when we're talking three yeah, guys. No, I, fuck, uh, God damn it! I want to change my picks already. Tough. I don't even know. <laughs> That's what I hate about making picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be. I know. Be we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it anyway, makes me but. sick. So then, oh, pro absolutely. mod class. Yeah. So now this doesn't yep. go towards oh, the overall, but I love it. Yep. It's a points carrying class now. Great job, Motoclimb Super Series, for having this be on every event. It's awesome because, you know what, people love this class and it's, you know, especially like at the Brick Mine, it's just such a great hill for that that class of bike. And when they do those big turns with the 700 bikes, it's awesome, you know, like that's the 700 class is made to be a hill Mm -hmm. that is extremely technical and you need power. And that's what that 700 class is at the Brick Mine. So I'm glad that they made it part of the points. It's awesome. But uh, right now for the Pro Mod championship we got logan sapala leading with 62 points we have logan mead with 53 points peyton has 45 points austin tyler has 40 and joe shipman has 39 and then it, it tapers off off that so it's a little tighter through five 
in the pro mod class than it has been, than it was in the pro stock class. It's pretty tight. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty tight. Yeah, man, we're talking. Yeah, whew, I don't know, Carnegie. Do we think are we running that sucker just straight like they did a couple years back? Is there going to be a turn in there, Kevin? Okay, there's going right, to be like a, a pretty good little right turn, but it's through a smooth okay, section. It's right. about the only smooth section left on the hill. You're, you're going to carry okay. some speed to a nice sweeping because, left. You know, some of these finish. guys in this class, they're not on huge horsepower. Some are, you know. So that's where that has a yep, big yep. determination. Is if it's just a a blitz. Mm-hmm. They're going to run through this class as fast as they can. Could be a little bit different podium than you've seen because you get some of those inlines and don't allow them to <laughs> chop the throttle at all. Look out, you know. But, uh, but yeah, so, yep, yeah, it's absolutely. tough. Do you have any predictions? or Do you want, do you want to start again, Kevin, or do you want one of us to start? Mm. Yeah. Okay, all right. No, I'll go for it again. I'll be that guy. Uh, Logan <laughs> Mead, Logan Sapala. Yeah. And yeah. Petey Crunch. Yeah, that's a good one. Holy crap. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say, so I'm just going to leave it Because they're like all that. riding true 700-class bikes, so. Yep, yep. I like Logan Mead for that class, yeah. too, just based off of his potato experience. I mean, good God, he put on a show there with that. and Yeah, I think he's what unstoppable is, there. What is John... What is John John going to be riding in that class, of course. Kevin? Logan Sapala. He's got a he's got that um, okay big bore five hundred cc thing. It's it's yeah. fast. It's definitely fast. But uh, with his dry right. conditions and not making traction, I don't I don't see it working well, out. He can run favorite. metal, right? God, I just I, I don't know yep. why, but I is there, want me to go next. You gonna go? All right, cowboy. Yeah. All right. I'll go. I got. Right. I got one here. I'll go. I'll go. Let you think about yours a little bit. So I'm gonna go Joe Shipman for the win. Smart. He Logan needs one. He needs one. Logan Shipman. What? Who's in second? Logan Mead. Me. Shipman Mead Sapala. Okay. Okay. That's pretty good. I can dig it. I throw a shipment in there. Yeah, he's gonna be chained up. He'll be having fun. He's definitely a fast, yeah, a fast bike. He likes Carnegie. Yep. He loves Carnegie. He's a love yeah. dog. All right, I can't. I, I know. I just come on, it, Joel. This is hard. I've got like five names crossed off right now. <laughs> just kidding. It's super hard. I'm kidding. But I, I feel it too. Like I just think shipments. He's ready. He wants to go. But I just don't know if that if his two-stroke when it's dry like that is going to be able to to out-hunt some of those four-strokers. I don't know. I know. Chain gang. I, I, I think with the chain I'm going to go Dirty Joe third. Chained up, so. yeah. I'm going to go John mm-hmm. Wolfson second because, I don't know, that kid is just so damn fast. And I got Mead winning this. I think that I think that he's going to be coming. He knows that hill so yep. well. And I just um, – Logan and that 700 class – I just that bike has not been super great for him when it's just these all out blitzes, and I don't know if he'll be able to run with all those guys with that 490. Because I just I hate not having Logan on the uh, 895 on the podium, but I hope that fuels him. So, so yeah, that's that's me. All right, all right. We're we're I definitely like uh, 
throwing the vibes out to Logan Mead on this one. You're just and Colby, yeah. you're just gonna go carbon copy of Kevin. All right. So we got. Did you, did you have the easy button on your desk? Yeah. Did you want to hit yep. that in public? <laughs> All right, good, got it. <laughs> hey, hey, can we transfer that over here? I, I, I need it for the open Hit class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not shitting you. That's exactly who I had in my brain, and he just rattled it off verbatim. And I'm like, okay. what the hell? All right, so then we got the open class so, yeah, right now. I like it. I like so, it. So the pro open championship. We got the Buell, Logan Sapala, 75 points. Austin Tyler is 64 points. Logan Mead is 56 points. Chunga, wow, Chunga's fourth. Peyton with 45. And Chad Jelnick, hell yeah, in fifth place with 34 points. That is awesome. So that's very cool. And there's some very cool names in the top ten. You got – Josh Hill, you got Josh Toth, you have Tyler Cardwell, Mitchell Dahl. There's some some heaters in that top ten class. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Austin gonna be ooh. on the fifty percent nitro? Yep. Oh. Suzuki. Yep. Okay, that changes yep. a few things. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. All right. That might change up yeah. a little bit. All right, I'll go. You be the bad guy. Austin right. Tyler, Sapala, Mead. Oh, well, Kevin, he stole the easy button. Kevin stole the easy <laughs> button. See? Damn. See? That's, that's well played. You guys <laughs> have an easy oh, button. Oh, mother. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Are you reading my notes? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the other yep. players. I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I'm, think, I'm not I'm on the top ten list too. right now. PD's not on there. He's going to be uh. there. Is Kevin Newman coming? Yep. Tyler Zahn? Yep. I mean, is he oh, coming shit. with his inline? Yep. New 950, yep. that's right. He's oh, coming I forgot about that. Yeah, 950. Yep. Yep. Shane oh, Speed. Yeah, we some in the backyard last week. Okay. <laughs> Okay, all right. Yeah, I don't right. think he's making. He blew his open mic up. No, Damn. I'm not ready. Yeah. All right, you ready, Joe? He's doing all his homework. No. All <laughs> right. I'm on it. He's getting it figured out. Get your snorkel right. out, Joel. You might need it. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to go. I'll go here. I'm going to go with Logan Mead for first. Yep, yep. Logan Sapala in second. And Petey Crudich Good, good choice. I yeah. think it's going to be an all-twins podium in that class. All right. Yeah. Wow. All right. Not I'm hating. going. Not hating. No, no pressure, Joel. Prepare to be Buell, Carnegie. <laughs> that sucker is going to, at some point, that Buell is going to do a power wheelie, and it's going to break the wheel of every other open bike. That sucker, Logan's going to take the win. 895 for the win. <laughs> yeah. I got Petey in second. <laughs> and, damn it, that bike was just in France, and it's hungry. Shipman, he's he's – He's 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 going third. Uh, there you go, Shipman. He, he's he's oh yeah, he's day. He's gonna be running. <clears throat> so I'm going Sapala PD Shipman. Hell yeah, I, I, th- I agree. That's man, that's another good one. Not mad at yeah. that either. So we don't need it. Yeah, uh. right. 
You see why we, we don't, need don't to do, do this predictions so much for this because it's <laughs> yeah. it's gonna it's probably gonna it's, most of it's decided. But the overall championship for the the Moto Climb Super Series, I mean, it's gonna come down to either Logan Sapal or Austin Tyler is gonna win this thing because Logan has a hundred and forty points. Yep. Austin Tyler has a hundred and twenty four points. Logan Mead has a hundred and four points. Not saying Logan Mead can't, but it's just it's going to mm-hmm. be tough for him, you know. And then it drops substantially from mm-hmm. there. Peyton yep. has sixty six. Josh Hill has forty seven. So there's mainly three guys going for the championship here. But really, unless something catastrophic happens to the top two guys, it's probably down to Logan going for the four Pete or whatever the hell it is, and. Austin Tyler trying to win his first Moto Climb Super Series <laughs> overall champion, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a game for for that, and that and yeah. that I, I gotta think a lot of it's gonna come down to that that pro stock class. That's gonna determine a lot of things. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If Logan Mead puts on a campaign like he did in Idaho. That could shake things up a bit because he is definitely riding on a serious high right yep. now. He still is. He's riding very oh, definitely. Well. Yeah, he's kicking some serious ass. So I wouldn't put it past him to just yeah. dominate everything. I, it, I mean, I don't knows, even want to be in three states of Austin and Logan if you know Mead, Shipman, anybody on NKS if they all qualify bad and those two qualify good. It's fucking over. I mean, that is going to be bad, right? Because, I mean, uh, that's the last thing you want if you're trying to get to round three or four. Round one, you top qualify and you have to go against Petey Krunich. You're that, that, I mean, you better, you better be mentally tough at that point because that's not going to be easy, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping, you know, I'm pulling up against a 1994 yeah. stock KX500 that's smoking like crazy. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping round one if I'm one of the top two or three guys, right? So, <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Oh, holy crap. You're good. Yeah, it's gonna be an awesome. Yeah, it's Are you yep. guys doing any pit bike racing or anything, Kevin? Yeah. No, no. With uh, the last couple of events, the camping and the the pit bike stuff with all the amateurs, right? Because normally it's a it's a major amateur. You know, we have almost twenty five amateur classes. But uh, this year, our promotional team we decided uh, basically no more camping, um, except for racers only at the pro level. And then it's a small, small amount of uh, basically VIP or amateur stuff. But it's just uh, the last event was pretty, uh, pretty bad. Um, there was about one too many fights and uh, too much just nonsense. And it's just not worth it's not worth our risk um, putting our promotional crew in, involved in all that crap that happens out there. Well, I mean, that it's, and it's uh, just such a long day. I night. mean, you're you're asking a lot out of oh. your volunteers and the people that are Hell helping yeah. because I mean I'm leaving the one event a couple years back and you guys were just firing up the pit bike race. And it's like, Oh my gosh. I mean, that just, that turns in and you got to be back there in the morning. You know, it's like, just turns into an extremely long event, you know? So basically just yeah, the no moto climb classes no, and then just a couple, are you no. having like a youth? Okay, cool. A couple youth, youth classes. Um, so we got, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the striders, we got the little, the little fifties e bikes. Cool. We got a little bit All of right. few, like there's seven different youth classes. 
Yeah, so we had uh, we had uh, Aaron Pearson pick up some of the little uh, toy hill climbers. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got uh, we got ten of the toy hill climbers going out to the youth and uh, the super series champions. So it's something different I want to do. They are so awesome. They're killer. They're awesome. Oh, super cool. They are are. so awesome. (laughs) They always grabbing his. Yep, there they are. Dude, you know, yeah, like, here we that. go talking about <laughs> that is the paddle tire and everything that is sick. Yeah, uh, working, I didn't even, I didn't even think arm. to ask, but I because yep. I, I saw his bike there. They're but killing. is Carson going? Lloyd, do you know is he coming? Uh he's that's he's what right I was in the middle okay. of, uh, right. of farming right now. Uh, he's been <laughs> he's been near impossible. Uh, I texted him last night. Hey, are you going to come to the event? He said, which day? <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> right, right, right. The race is on a Saturday. So I hope he comes down. I mean, uh, definitely it's a pleasure seeing the 890 go. And we'll see. Uh, we'll see if he comes down. I think uh, Jake Anstead, oh, wow. he might be coming. There was talk, but I haven't heard Ooh. exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that might that, have been a problem. I would probably change a couple of picks, picks bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. God yeah. Damn it. <laughs> he wasn't okay. too positive. All right, let's do this over. Twenty percent chance he's coming. So. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, can we throw an alternate in all our picks there? Then? <laughs> we ought to throw Jake in somewhere yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. It's like trying to predict the weather now. We're like twenty percent chance of Jake Anstead. Thirteen uh, percent chance of. Uh, Lloyd's coming. Uh, you never know. Here. You never know. Well, I feel like, you know what, guys? Thank you, Kevin, for just going over this whole weekend. Oh. And, um, man, I kind of feel like we've covered it, guys. What do you think? I think so. Yeah. Kevin, you got We're anything else you want to get out to the, the public? Appreciate you guys and all your help and support for the sport. I mean, it's uh, it's awesome having this. I mean, it's every Friday. I look forward to uh, Watching it and uh, <laughs> I love it. Back we love that. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Every time, yeah. every time you no, pull man, that I frame jig out it. and you get new parts on it, you're growing our sport, right? And the most important part of our sport, you're building yeah, top you. level, mm-hmm. high class open bikes. People that are involved and in, in fans of this sport, they are motorcycle enthusiasts. And you know what? People like things they've never seen. And you produce that every time you open your garage door or your shop door, you're you're spitting out something that people absolutely love to watch race, to, to watch it go fast. Without people like yourself, and you're, you're part of just only a few that do what we, we really want out of these bikes. It means yep. so so much to me as a racer to see your bike and see the care and love you're coming to the races. You're making sure everything's done. You're so proud. I see you, how proud you are when people are just riding your bikes to the absolute uh, potential that you've given them. It just means the world to us. And thank you for everybody involved in the sport, just pushing us forward, not only by building these bikes, but being at the damn events, working the line, freaking running the weed eater, doing everything. Dude, just thank you so much. It just means the world to us. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's a yeah, block. Yeah. Um, when we're uh, trying to promote you, I know you said you're, you want to build an East coast style bike and maybe we'll wait to see how that all yeah, works yeah. out. But um, for people wanting bikes, you know, there's definitely a, a huge shortage in guys like you to build stuff and it's a timely process, but can people 
come yep. to you from the East Absolutely. Coast? Absolutely. Anybody can come to me. To get uh, that style of bike? Doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter where you're at. You're not <laughs> you're, scared? If you're overseas, I'll do it. I don't care. Uh, you know, it, it basically, it's, it's three months. <laughs> yeah. It takes you three months to build a bike. doesn't really matter really matter the complexity of it, but it's three months is kind of what I shoot for and I, my goals are. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I can do, I can do a few more. I like, I enjoy building two bikes at a time. Um, cause I can just make, make batches of parts a lot easier. Um, but it definitely is yeah. three months and hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, any of the events, wherever, yeah, and, but I definitely more than he's a busy to, man. Uh, so out. don't just message him to just Killer. talk stupid right like if you're if you have no intentions of him building you a bike don't waste you know hours of his time just talking about how cool the stuff is i mean you can you can message him and give him a compliment but let's not you know let's not be pulling this guy he's got he's got welds to make okay he's got a wedding to plan right so if you're going to contact him be yeah. serious about it right i mean yeah. we all we all love to just talk racing but you know the man's time's kind of short-lived right so let's be let's be watching out who, who messages right <laughs> yeah no definitely and it, you know I, yeah, if yeah. you want a bike definitely reach out as soon as possible because i'm getting pretty close awesome to, uh, that's two great years out on my schedule right that's now great and uh wow, there, wow. there's yeah, definitely awesome. bikes to be filled into there but it's basically i got a two-year look ahead um that we're planning for i mean i just try to stockpile as many parts and things awesome. i'm looking ahead two cool. years so if you're interested contact what what point do you pull the plug on your other job and go full time? What do we got to do? <laughs> got to be at least three years ahead. Uh, Fifteen bikes a year at a minimum. <laughs> okay. To, to be able to make it in this okay. industry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah tough. Amongst all the That's other tough. stuff, but yeah, it has to be like quite a bit of bikes, and there's uh, there's there's some future there. Uh, it really depends on uh, we're working out some deals and potentially getting myself a new little shop. Uh, to, further grow mm-hmm. out heavy ranching cool. and still run my current current fabrication cool. company uh, so uh, we'll see what yeah, happens yeah. i mean there's other things that can oh, fill yeah. the gaps too than just building frames yep. and whatnot too but but yeah obviously that's the the money maker there's a complete build yeah, and sure, i can offer but... motors i can offer anything it's not just fabrication it's just it's definitely my strong point but there is a few four four fifties out awesome. there that are pretty impressive oh, that's great. And so that's i can do great. a little bit of everything of course. Oh, man. oh that's yeah. awesome. Boys, I feel like we've covered it like Killer, a journey. I don't know what you guys feel, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. That's just from watching too God, many movies in the early 90s. I love your big personalities there, I think we let Kevin hear a Buell on the way out. What do you guys think? That's good. Oh. You want you want you guys you guys stick with to the end here. This I, we believe this well, is a Buell at Devils, Buell? isn't it? Let's hear a Buell. <laughs> All right, thanks, Kevin. I believe so. Woo! We ready, boys? Let's Prepare to be Buell, Kevin. Oh, thank you guys. Thanks, oh, Kevin. Oh, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> Let's go. You're holding your gallon jug. It's rumbling in your hand. Good stuff, guys. We did it.